Welcome to Rambling of an Insomniatic Mind. My name is Alexis, and I'm your host. And tonight, I would like to cover an article on insomnia. Mainly, for years, I myself have suffered from chronic insomnia, and there are people who may have some form of it and not yet realize it. My article I'm reading from is coming from the internet um, called The Healthline. So here we go. Almost everyone experiences insomnia from time to time. Factors such as stress, jet lag, or even diet can affect your ability to get high quality sleep. In fact, nearly 60 million Americans a year experience insomnia and wake up feeling unrefreshed. Sometimes the problems last for a night or two, but in other cases, it's an ongoing issue. You can have chronic insomnia, lasts a month or longer, acute insomnia, lasts a day or two or weeks. Comorbid insomnia associated with other disorders, onset insomnia, difficulty falling asleep, and maintenance insomnia, which is the inability to stay asleep. Research shows that comorbid insomnia accounts for 85 to 90% of chronic insomnia. Insomnia also increases with age. Sometimes insomnia goes away after lifestyle factors such as family or work stress results. For more serious cases, addressing the underlying cause can also improve your sleep quality. Treating insomnia is important because this condition can increase your risk for other health concerns. Um, what happens if you have insomnia? There are serious health risks associated with chronic insomnia. According to the National Health, the National Institute for Health, insomnia can increase your risk of mental health problems as well as overall health concerns. Increased risk for medical conditions, these include stroke, asthma attacks, seizures, weak immune systems, sensitivity to pain, inflammation, obesity, diabetes, high blood pressure, and heart disease. Increased risk of mental health disorders. These include depression, anxiety, confusion, and frustration. Increased risks for accidents. Insomnia can affect your performance at work or school, your sex drive, memory, and judgment. The immediate concern is daytime sleepiness. A lack of energy can cause a feeling of anxiety, depression, or irritation. Not only can it affect your performance at work or school, but too little sleep may also increase your risk for car accidents. Another one is shortened life expectancy. Having insomnia can shorten your life expectancy. An analysis of 16 studies 
that covered over 1 million participants and 1,100 or more deaths looked at the correlation between sleep duration and morality. They found that sleeping less increased risk of death by 12% compared to those who slept 7 to 8 hours per night. A more recent study looked at the effects in persistent insomnia and morality over 38 years. They found that those with persistent insomnia had a 97% increased risk of death. Now you may ask what causes insomnia? There is primary, primary insomnia, which has no underlying cause, and secondary insomnia, which is attributable to any underlying cause. Chronic insomnia usually has a cause such as stress, jet lag, poor sleep habits, eating too late in the evening, not sleeping on a regular schedule due to work or travel. Medical, ca medical causes for insomnia include mental health disorders, medications such as antidepressants or pain medications, conditions such as cancer, heart disease, and asthma, chronic pain, restless leg syndrome, obstructive sleep apnea. What lifestyle factors increase your risk for insomnia? There are many reasons you may have trouble sleeping. Many of them are linked to your daily habits, lifestyle, and personal circumstances. These include an irregular sleep schedule, sleeping during the day, a job that involves working at night, lack of exercise, using electronic devices like laptops, cell phones, and bed, having a sleep environment with too much noise or light, a recent death of a loved one, a recent job loss, various other sources of stress, excitement about an upcoming event, recent travel between time zones. Finally, use of certain substances seems to have a negative effect on sleep. These include caffeine, nicotine, alcohol, drugs, cold medicines, diet pills, certain types of medications. What changes can you make to manage insomnia? There are many strategies for treating insomnia. Before you talk to your doctor about medication, try lifestyle changes. Medication provide effective short-term results, but long-term use is associated with morality. Your lifestyle changes can include melatonin supplements, which personally, I take about five milligrams every other day, and I also use sleepy time tea. Those both work hand in hand quite well. And I do tend to get rest after I use those. <coughs> Melatonin is an over-the-counter hormone. It can help regulate your sleep by telling your body it's time for bed. Higher melatonin levels make you feel sleepier, but not too much can disrupt 
their sleep cycle and cause headaches, nausea, and irritability. Adults can use between one to five milligrams an hour before bed. Talk to your doctor about dosage before taking melatonin, especially for children. Sleep medications, you can take Selenor, Estazolam, Zolpidem, Zalopian, Ramatelion, and Lunesta. Those are all foreign, so forgive me if I'm pronouncing those wrong. Um, with all medications, there are side effects, as most people know. With these, there are dizziness, diarrhea, nausea, drowsiness, severe allergic reactions, sleep behaviors, and memory problems. If you are concerned about your insomnia or think you might have insomnia, it may be a good idea to see a doctor and talk to your doctor about your symptoms and see where that goes from there. Make sure you talk to your doctor about your overall medical history. They will probably perform, perform sorry, a, a physical exam. If insomnia is negatively affecting your lifestyle, a doctor is the best route for you. Personally, I feel I have a form of mild insomnia. I stay up way too late, most mostly every night, and I have for as long as I can remember. Even as a teenager, my sleep schedule has always been out of whack. I would maybe take a nap in the middle of the day if I needed to because of my lack of sleep. If I go to bed around 9, 10, 11 o'clock, I usually wake up anywhere from 2 to 4 a.m. And then I usually end up staying awake until... 6, 7, 8 a.m. And it's really hard to transition through the day when I've stayed up so late. So by the middle of the day, after only having a few hours of sleep, maybe four or five, I mean, which isn't too bad. But it's definitely trouble. Like I said, I end up having to take a nap midway through the day or that little nap at the end of the night. And as I've said earlier, my remedies are melatonin every other day and some sleepy time tea. I love it. They work. Insomnia is definitely 
a terrible thing. Especially when you get irritable or anything like that. It's not... It's not something that should go untreated. So, like I said, go talk to a doctor, maybe a therapist if you need it, especially if it's stress-related insomnia. But I think that's all I have for this episode. So I hope you enjoyed it. I may come back and do another article on insomnia later in time. But this concludes this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was a little insightful. But it is now 2.30 a.m. and I'm going to try to go to sleep myself. So thank you and good night or good morning.